Welcome back to Women's Wealth, The Middle Way, the show that answers your questions about work, money, and family. My name is Susan McGlory Michael, and I am the CEO and founder of Glen Eagle, a wealth management firm in New Jersey. My name is Carol Ann Fernandez, and I'm the COO of Glen Eagle. Our guest today is Lori Herman Moore, owner of Heritage Bridge Genealogy. Lori has had more than 20 years of experience in the digital marketing field before she decided to make a career change. She spent five years preparing to become an accredited genealogist. She joins us today to share her experience and give actionable advice on what you can do to ensure that your family's history will be part of the legacy to your children. Welcome, Lori. Thank you, Carol. I really appreciate the opportunity to speak with you today and and to speak with your listeners. We're very excited to have you. I think maybe the easiest thing to do would have you start off by just giving us a little bit of background on what made you decide to do this career transition. I am 59 years old, and I've actually career changed twice. And the first time, I had started as a history major who became a reference librarian And in my late 30s, I shifted from being a manager at the public library to joining a digital marketing firm. I mean, at the time, it felt like jumping off a cliff. It was so different. I had become more interested in consumer behavior and marketing research. And I followed the digital marketing career for about 20 years. It pushed me pretty hard outside my comfort zone, though. I learned about client service. I learned how to structure and sell a project how to write a statement of work, and how to manage both the client and the project. And all of those things all become cumulative in terms of building your experience to start a business. The latest career change came out of some things that happened about seven years ago. So at that point in time, my husband and I owned an old Victorian house. And I had become interested in knowing more about the history of the house because it was from 1890. And I wanted to know about the people who lived there. So I started researching them. And I learned that we had had one family that had lived there about 60 years. And their daughter was married in our front parlor. There was a newspaper article about this. But then we were really shocked when my husband found the first owner's signature written like in black charcoal under our back staircase. He had signed his name under our back staircase. And because of my research, we knew exactly whose signature it was. So that got me hooked. I started thinking about learning about my own family, but my stumbling block is that I'm adopted. And so is my husband. (laughs) And we have (laughs) since both found our birth families and have been able to do some research into our ancestors. And that really got me hooked. And I decided at that point in time, which was in 2015, that I wanted to make a career change, that I'm a good market researcher, but I didn't want to do it forever. And I decided that I wanted professional genealogy to be my final career. So I took some really deliberate steps in how I prepared for that. So first, I worked through the education that I needed to become credentialed in genealogy. And this took several years. Relatively few genealogists are credentialed, but those who are are at the top of the profession and have earned respect and referrals from others, which is important. And I wanted to launch my business with the ability to use that credential in marketing. 
And then on a personal front, my husband and I worked with a financial planner to ensure that we wouldn't jeopardize our retirement when my salary decreased during a business ramp up because that's almost always something that's going to happen if you're leaving a corporate job and you're starting a business. We also downsized our house. Our new house is great and it will work for us as we age. So we put a lot of things both personally and professionally in place. And I joined a number of business women's groups, and I listened to a lot of podcasts for women in business. I developed an identity for my business, which is called Heritage Bridge. I established it legally, and I began marketing. And I did all of this before I, before I left my corporate job and launched it. And I left my corporate job a little over – what I tell people is I started, I, I started the business full-time on April 1st, April Fool's Day, right in the middle of the pandemic. So, however smart that was. <laughs> so that's amazing. It sounds like you're uh, very thoughtful, which is great. I, I know with with people moving so much now, we used to all live close by to our families and stay on the same street, and that's not the case, obviously, now in, in these future with travel so easy and everything. What are some ways that people can meaningfully capture and document information for future generations since it's not as easy to find out about your history as it used to be. The first and best advice is always to make sure that you're talking to your older relatives first before you do anything else. They're not going to be around forever. You want to take the time, make a trip, go see them, ask questions, take notes, and make recordings. Have them talk about relatives that they remember Perhaps ask them about their lives. Maybe use some specific questions about what was it like when you went to school? How did they decide on their career? How did they meet their spouse? All kinds of things like that could get them telling stories. Have them show you pictures or memorabilia they may have and ask for the stories surrounding those items. I mean, I know in my family, my aunt and my mother both have a number of beautiful old dishes like crystal bowls and things like that. And I wanted to find out who those were from, take a picture of them and write down the story so that I could remember it when I pass it down to my daughter. But importantly, take notes. And I'll say that you can always hire a genealogist to build your tree and uncover facts about your family, but a genealogist usually can't find those personal stories. They're usually not in the records that we're searching, and you don't want to risk losing those. So talk to your family first. I think that's great advice. It's very true that people are not around forever, and with technology nowadays, you can record even conversations or voicemails or things like that to pass on to your future generations. Have have you seen technology making it easier or more challenging for people as they as they try to track down and, and keep information for their future? Well, it's certainly changed genealogy in the last 20 years or so. I mean, probably everybody's heard about Ancestry.com and a lot of people use it. But there's there's other things too as well. It's a lot easier to capture things for the future. So everyone can record things on their phone. You can store them in the cloud. You can perhaps take information that you found and compile it into a book. So publishing has gotten a lot easier to where it's pretty inexpensive to be able to produce a book that maybe you only get 20 copies of to distribute to your family. 
but you might just spend a few hundred dollars doing that. And that way, all the work you've done to create the stories can be saved. And I think all of those things are techniques that you could use. I think that's great. I mean, all of this is fascinating, and I think every, all our listeners are probably thinking of all the things they want to do as soon as they have a second to start tracking their history. It's one of those things that I think everyone says, I want to do that, but they very rarely do it. So maybe this will push all of us to, to get motivated again. I wanted to talk just for yes. a second about how to get your children involved. So let's say that you're someone who has a young family, and obviously you're busy and so on, but a genealogist can uncover documents that reveal your family. So that could be old census records, military records, land records. Like I can usually find the land that your family owned or their homes. Sometimes I can find immigration records, the ship they arrived on. But one way to involve your children is to visit the places that your ancestors lived. Go see their farm. Go to a historical museum in the area that shows what their lives were like. Maybe go to a Civil War battlefield if you have a Civil War ancestor, and a lot of us do. Go see the factory where great-grandpa worked in the early 1900s. The reason I'm saying this is when I have seen my friends and clients go and actually go to the places where their ancestors were, it is so meaningful, and it just really strikes you in your heart of who they were, and that makes it real. I think that's great advice. I remember going with... My grandfather, my brother and I, one of my brothers and I uh, in Ireland and, and visiting the, the family land that they still own. And it's true. It's, it stays with you forever. And it definitely makes you interested in learning more about the family and knowing the history. I, I think that's great advice. So we always end our podcast with just one last question. And I wanted to ask you this. What's one piece of advice you would give to someone who's maybe thinking of, of doing a career shift or, or starting their own business like you did? I know a lot of genealogists who are starting their businesses, and I also had made sure that I'm in some business women's groups, so I see people starting other kinds of businesses as well. The key thing that I would say is don't get trapped in the cycle of education too long. So it's a mistake I see especially a lot of women making. They default to more and more education rather than moving forward with starting a business. There always seems to be this feeling that they aren't ready. They have to do everything perfectly. And frankly, no one is ever 100% ready. So there's a point where you are simply putting things off rather than moving forward. I think that's, I think that's great advice and very true. We're never going to be 100% ready or it's never the perfect time, but it's always great to, to jump in and start if it's what you're very passionate about. Well, thank you, Lori. Thank you so much for joining us today. I know our listeners definitely took, took a lot from, from this conversation and are probably going to go home and start uh, trying to do their own family history now that they've been motivated by your information. Well, thank you so much. And I really appreciate the opportunity to you know share some about this passion. And the caution is once you get into it, it tends to hook a lot of people. You find that it's amazing to understand where you came from. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Women's Wealth, The Middle Way. Make sure to subscribe to us and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast app. Join us for new episodes every other Wednesday. See you in two weeks.